There's the downbeat. There we go. Welcome back to Out the Game, y'all. We had to give you the extended intro. That was longer than exactly. I thought. It's all right. It's worth it. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's still technically Leo season, but we'll, it's, it's, we're not going to dive into that hard right now. Yeah, everything's, just, yeah, everything's just like overdramatic and extra long. Sorry, it's Leo season. <laughs> just over the top. It's going to be my reason for everything. It's not going to be Leo season. I'm like, it's, that's done. It's like, this is your but job, yeah. man. You do your job. Right. It's Leo season. Wait, when is it over? I don't know. I think it's the like, pretty soon. Yeah, it's very soon because Emily's birthday is in five days, and she's not. She was not fortunate enough to be a Leo. So, dude, I, that's uh, no. Of, I'm just playing. First I'm just of all, joking. that's hilarious. Oh, I'm joking. Gam, don't leave me. Um, <laughs> please don't leave me. Uh, yeah. When you listen to this podcast, please don't leave me. How much of our <laughs> lives is, is that? You know, how much is that the story of our lives? I was that's, listening that's to your podcast. Listening to right. your little podcast. Does your Yo, wife when they put, put a little in front of it? <laughs> it's the I, most like, insulting thing ever. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Wait, bro, hold that thought. Stay right there. Can you still hear me? Oh no! Hold that thought. Hold that thought, Done. man. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Okay, a- a- absolutely. The the devil tried to step in and, and, and maybe that was them. I think my wife unplugged the router. She said, I was about uh-uh, say, did no. you did you go out for a minute? No, bro. When they put little in front, apparently it's, they don't notice. Yeah. I don't know. We'll I see. saw you. I saw you little I don't know. <laughs> you were in trouble when when it's like at before friend. Yeah, you and your little friend. Yeah, and your little friend. Y'all doing right. your little podcast. Someone else, your little girlfriend over there. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's really it's really charged. Mm-hmm. That li- that's a charge little, right? That's funny. That's <laughs> right. funny, right? <laughs> but, uh, um, dude, man, it's good to talk to you. It's, it's been a little to, minute. Yeah, it's good to talk. It's good to catch up. It's good to see you. It yeah. it has been. Um, it's almost scary how fast time is flying. And I don't even have a baby yet. You have a baby. I, I don't do have, have a, baby. a baby, and I feel like it's flying. And when a baby comes, I'm just probably gonna be. Time know. doesn't matter after you have a baby. It it, Ooh, it all put is me just on. put me on. It, it doesn't matter. Like you your 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 sense of time and meaning of time is all it all just dissipates um it all just becomes one big blob of like joy and tears at the same time right joy because you have a baby tears because you're not sleeping um it's all just mixed in i mean it's got to be the most conflicting like the parad- the most paradoxical thing ever right it's like um <laughs> it was funny one day i got home really late from work and normally, you know, we we both put Emily to bed together, or at least I'm there, you know, when we swaddle her, right. and swaddle her and stuff. And one night I got home super late, and then Nora was already asleep. And I was like, "Oh man, this is the first time like I've missed her going to bed." I feel like, "Oh, it's kind of sucks." And she was like, "Well, you can go in there and kiss her forehead or something." I was like, "Nah, that's too that's too risky. I'm not waking her up because nah. if I wake her up, you know, I gonna be happy." So I just left her. I left. Her. I saw her in the morning. And it was fine. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with I that. I weighed the options. Nah, not <laughs> So, yeah, man. Okay, yeah. It's, uh, okay, that's what I have to look forward to. Yeah. But how have you been? How's, how's, how are things that you're in? You know, can't complain, bro. Amanda is very, very pregnant at this point. We, it's, yeah. I think it's 33 weeks. So it's getting very close. Oh, my close. goodness. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah, that's coming. Um, wow. So, so that, you know, plus, you know, plus work and, you know, you know, developing some stuff and you, and you gotta, you know, I, I feel like in the, in the creative world, you're in between a lot of times. So you gotta like, you know, follow up and corral people and like, Hey, what's going on and keep it pushing. So, you know, just trying to keep this energy moving during this, I'm using this Leo season energy to keep projects moving and pushing, keeping, yep. the, keeping the gears in motion, so to speak. I feel it. And she's growing a baby over there. Very active. I know. Very active. Get Like getting to the point where it's like, Oh, there's, there's a being in there moving around on purpose and, and doing jumping jacks on purpose. How often do you like touch your stomach? So probably, I, I mean, I, I at least touch your stomach once a day or, or say something funny or talk to her belly or, or try to kiss the, the belly. And, uh, right. you know, the baby moves sporadically. So she's like, hey, give me a hand. So she'll say, yeah. La- last night or two nights before that, the, the, the most she went off, the baby went crazy and it's the most i've ever felt (laughs) i mean going crazy it was just like you know what's going on in there what could you possibly be doing in there um so it's and you can see the out you see her move from the outside of the stomach now 
So that's that's when it got weird for me. Right. When Emily was pregnant and I can just see like something move from the top of her stomach to the bottom of her stomach. I was like, yo, that's that's kind of scary. I'm not going to lie. That's yo, very scary. Yeah, yeah. I've seen Alien. That's scary. Right. It's like something's literally trying to burst out of you. Um, it's wild. Yeah. It's, um exciting. It's great. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. It's exciting. <laughs> but yeah, man, just, you know, trying to keep the energy of the universe flowing towards, you know, in a positive direction positive correlation yeah. on our energy charts i feel it how nice. are you so just, i know you're i already know you're not sleeping because you know baby stuff but how's work how's wifey how is the baby um work is wild you know trying to Oof. be a school administrator in the middle of i mean we're still in the middle of a pandemic right. um is a very wild thing it. so works and kids are coming back to school after being out for like 18, 19 months. So work is wild. That's a whole different beast. Um, I mean, Nora's good. Like, you know, she let's okay. I have to be, I have to come correct and put this out there. Emily does the nighttime feedings. Um, I'm sleeping. So when people say, like, oh, like, have you <laughs> somebody, somebody to me and Emily was like, Oh, you guys look at you got bags under your eyes, you guys aren't sleeping. And I was like, first of all, I'm sleeping. <laughs> um um first of all so that, thank you for that um and second of all yes emily does not sleep as much because emily does um the feedings at night and and i didn't know this but there's something known as like a four-month regression in sleep where nora has been doing this thing for the past couple of weeks which is it, it's made it really hard like we were we were cool before like we would feed her mm-hmm. um, like emily would feed her a couple times a night and it'd be, it would be good um but now she it's like sleep regression where well, she'll wake up in the middle of the night, making noise, and then Emily will pick her up, and then literally she'll fall right back asleep. And then uh-huh. we put her down, and then she'll wake up again, start crying again. And we're just like, oh, she, wanna know, be oh, she no. just wants to be held. She just wants to be held. So it's been a lot more of that, um, which is not fun, but I'm mm-hmm. hoping that she, she's going to hit five months in four days. So hopefully, well said, sir. Um, hopefully that, well, that will stop in four days. <laughs> um, hopefully you know you're gonna be five months in four days right okay right so this four month sleep regression gotta stop um <laughs> but other than that bro we're good oh so actually i'm probably a little too loud because i'm in my living room here oh um, yeah let them know let them know I'm, yeah i'm not in my studio because um i wanted to be closer to our bedroom because emily's out of town she's at a bachelor party with some friends up in wine country or whatever and it is me and the baby i uh, is me and Nora. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, get, you for you all get. the applause. <laughs> for all of our listeners right now. It's a big deal. This is my first time alone with my baby. And she's alive. We're 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 rocking and rolling. Um hey, she's I gave alive. her a night bottle. We're both alive. I gave her a night bottle. I, I swaddled her and put her to bed. She is in the room, currently sleeping, and I got the I got the monitor here, right here in the kitchen, living room area. So Hey man, um, that's if, super if she wakes up, I may need to leave in the middle of this episode. Oh, she'll make um, her debut. But yeah, then I'll just come back. But right now, we are we're cruising. <laughs> I am killing this dad stuff. I'm just saying. Hey killing bro, it. you know what? We need to be proud. We need to support each other. When you're doing something right, you need to, you know, you a you a black father, man. Let's Exactly. Right. I'm out here in these streets. I'm ki- you're killing it. I'm doing the dad stuff. Exactly, and when I, I say streets, I mean my house. I see, and by streets, I mean, <laughs> I mean the, the two blo- Yeah, the, right, right, front. right here on the couch. This is my um, block. But yeah, man. So things are good. We're chilling. Emily's birthday's coming up. She's two weeks right after me, so hers is in like five days. So I need to. Um, that is so fun. Figure that out because I legit don't. I have ideas, but I haven't started any of them, so I don't know if anything will come together in five days. So I need to figure that oh, out. Oh, so actually. Emily's she's she's younger than you by a few years, right? Couple years, yeah. So I'm a so. Wait, bro, you're thir- you're gonna you're th- you're 32, right? No. Oh, you're 31. I'm 31. Oh wow, I just so I just turned 32. I don't know. If yeah, you're one year you. older than me. We always have this conversation every I know, year. E- yeah, every August. Uh, <laughs> my family drove down, and we just went to the park. It was you know, my my family, my grandma, the boys, nice. um, and we were just out there playing frisbee and stuff. They just drove down to see you know Amanda's belly and hang out on my birthday and. Uh, yeah. so we were playing frisbee and then the next day I bare, I could, I almost couldn't walk. My whole lower back was like, yeah, man, haven't, mm. haven't done this in a long time. 
definitely haven't done twisting like this throughout COVID. And I was already not working out before COVID. So the day after birthday 32, when all I did was play Frisbee, my lower back was gone. I was like, oh, you got to you gotta take care of this body. Oh, right. I got to stretch. Yeah. You remember when you should just get up? Are you trying to play basketball? <laughs> yeah. And we would just go. Uh, you, don't you, stretch. You ain't don't, never like, no lie. Warm-up. You ain't never We just lie. go run. I need two yeah, weeks no. heads up to play basketball these days. Right. I'm going to need like that copper ace, ace uh, bandage, um, a little sleeve on my knee. I need the same thing. I need Brett to make Farver, a, a doctor's Brett. appointment two days afterwards. Dude, we did go play golf too. After we that. did. We did. And I was sore after that as well because I hadn't played golf in like over a month. Well, the um, that you did pretty good for not playing golf in a while. It was okay. Well, yeah, I think we okay. ended strong. We did. We ended a lot better than we started for sure but you know it's mainly for the fellowship you know that's our thing you know we might take this podcast on the road and just go to all the golf courses across los angeles you know i wouldn't mind doing that tour i mean i got the uh we're starting to get our baby registry stuff in and and oh yes the thing i want i really wanted was the was the ergo baby you know the strap that's that's the one oh, I wanted. Yeah. and the ergo what? baby you could she could face forward backwards on the or front backwards. of you or on the back yeah. of you Oh, so we, I mean, like, we definitely like a gonna kid be out backpack. There. Yeah, pretty much a kid pack. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on your back. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Got it. Kid pack for your back. Uh, right. Yeah. So we'll be out there on the golf course with that. Oh, but yeah, bro, the stuff is coming in. The baby registry stuff is coming in. Is, I feel such like a bad friend. Is your registry like already up? Yeah, I'll send it to you. I'll text it right now. Can you send me that? Yeah. But, I need uh, to but get also, something. bro, I feel like you guys gave us stuff already. No. I mean, maybe, but I don't know. We also have more stuff for you. That's what I'm um, saying. So come over and get it. Okay. But we got to get you something off the registry. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna find something also not on the registry to get you. Um, can you get us a uh, just out the game splattered, uh, you know, ooh. diaper bag or something? I like that, or like an out the game onesie. Ooh, so our kids can be twins. Oh my gosh, matching <laughs> outfits for our daughters. Let's go. Yeah, so we uh, we had a little baby shower at Amanda's aunt's house. She has a cute little house in Rosemead with a pool in the back. So family come over and spring and, and bring in his gift. And my, my brother flew into town surprised me, bro. That's dope. This Negro flew into town and That's just love. showed up at the studio. And I said, man. That's love. So, um, so we're getting all these gifts at the baby shower. And uh, like this, the you know, the back seat, my back seat's full of diapers. We have a ton of clothes now. Um, but my brother and his fiance got us the Ubi. And that was one thing that was like on my must. I researched so many diaper caddies, the diaper genie mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I was like, mm-hmm. I want the Ubi bad. Made out of steel. Supposed it's to the keep steel, the smell in. Steel in case one, yeah. You could uh, use an actual trash bag and don't necessarily need like the actual refills that they make. You could use real trash bags. Yeah. So um, why did I bring that up? Well, yeah, so that's sitting in there. It's sitting in the other room right now. That's 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 love. Yeah. Good yeah, old diaper it? pill. That's amazing. Yep. Great gift. So um, we're covered. That's dope, man. Well, I'm excited for y'all. You guys are going to be phenomenal parents. And, and thank you. When you do mess up, because, you, you know, no one's perfect. You know what I say? We'll, wrong again. We'll come, exactly. We'll just come to the podcast and talk about our failures. Right. And then we'll move forward. Right. That's all good. We'll come to the podcast, air our dirty laundry, and, you know, dig the, dig a deeper hole. Exactly. For the people, for the culture. That's what this um, podcast is for. For you all. Oh, can I tell you a really quick story? Yes. Um, and we can maybe talk about this later. Um, I was watching I was watching the show. Um, it's, it's like the modern love show that it comes on Amazon Sounds and it just familiar. dropped season two. Um, they're, they're really good. Like all the little know, vignettes stories. of love stories. Yeah. Like hour long, 45 minute right. vignettes of <laughs> of stories and um basically um in one of the things this couple they fall hard in love six months it's great the girl goes back home to her hometown and she comes back to new york and the boyfriend's like hey why are you back so early um spoiler alert if you haven't seen it i mean you know what it is sorry spoiler alert why are you back so early and um she's like i have something to tell you remember that boyfriend from high school that i used to date well um we hooked up and he was like what do you mean you hooked up? Did you kiss or have sex? And she's like, we had sex, but it was just for a little bit. And then like I stopped and then I came right back here. And he basically, he immediately left. Like he just walked out and just left. That's um, the right thing to do. And then the relationship was done. 
Um, and then, you know, there's more about how it ends. But this made me think, do you, like, should are there certain things that you should keep from your significant other to keep the relationship going? Like, she, yes, she cheated. And yes, that was wrong. And immediately she was like, this was wrong. I messed up. She could have learned from that. Never, <laughs> never told him, and they could have been happily ever after, right? Or am I am I on my am I on my own on this? All right, let me think about this because, well, first of all, let me say this: I might have seen this episode, I can't remember, but based on your summary, if she said it was just for a little bit, or it was just a tip, or whatever she said, right, I'm out. You're, I'm, you're out. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. So you're like, damn, you're leaving. But so, if okay, you were I, never told, right, and she never did it again, you would die living well, so, in pure ignorant bliss and be happy. Right. Right. Now, if that, so okay, so here's the thing. I'm about to get in trouble. Damn it. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. You should definitely. Tell the person, I think, if there's a chance of them getting embarrassed somehow. So if you're messing around mm. with somebody at church and they, you know, there's a oh. chance to get embarrassed or like, you know, she went home and hooked up with a boyfriend. If he's telling yeah. other people or taking photos or posts, like if he can get back, he's going to get back to you. Right. right. So it, it, this one sounds like like a random thing that wouldn't come back. Like if you flew, to, like if you took a spring. I don't know if you went to, you know, Mexico. I don't know. Wherever for the weekend and you know messed up and there's no way anybody's gonna know if you can live with that then i would keep that but may- maybe she couldn't live with it like maybe she can some people can't keep secrets bro this is true so like i'm not i'm not I'm, i need to put this disclaimer out there i'm not in no way endorsing you know cheating can i have this disclaimer too everyone that's mine too it's both of our disclaimer <laughs> yeah it's both of ours <laughs> but i am in fan i am a fan of or in favor of not hurting other people, mm-hmm. right? And obviously you did something that would hurt that person. Right. But if you genuinely know it would never happen again and you've learned from it and there's no way of them finding out, do you omit that? And then that mm-hmm. person is still happy and your relationship can move forward. Because like one, that's hard to come back from because now like trust is just gone. And now anytime you're like, hey, I'm working late, like there's automatically doubt. Right or hey, yeah, right, right, I'm, right. I'm I'm hanging out with this person, or or you sit on the couch and someone texts you. Well, you're like, never hanging out automatic with automatic doubt, again. right, right. So if you know like it was an accident, it's never going to happen again. Can you like not say anything and then move forward, and then that person is now protected and isn't subject okay. to that pain that you potentially have caused them? Right, right. Okay, so this is so <laughs> dang complicated. And because I talked to somebody about this at a concert, uh-huh. one of my friends, uh-huh. and she messaged me today, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read this. Um, she said this at ten o'clock this morning. She's like, "Hey Tim, I know you're at work right now. This will just be quick." And this is on um, Instagram. Uh, but I tried the idea that we talked about at the Hollywood Bowl. That's where the concert was. Remember not telling someone so they don't get hurt. So I did that, but my friend found out. So now I got to do some damage control. If she actually ends up talking to me again. So to answer that question, at least for this incident, next time, I guess I'll just tell my friend the honest truth. Now, wait, hold on, hold on. Well, who she, wait, the, the person she cheated on is now a friend. No, no, no. So this person wasn't like cheating in a relationship. They decided to omit the truth from a friend in hopes of not offending the friend. Oh, well, who was the person who was the person they slept with to the friend? So in this situation, no one slept with anyone. Oh, got it. I think it was just like one of my friends decided not to tell her friend something um, in oh, hopes I of see. sparing her I feelings. See. And then the friend found out. Got it. And then the friend found out. And I was like, all right, good to know. And I guess it only works if they don't find out. <laughs> um, but yeah, to your point, it's like, would this potentially yeah. get back to the person in the long by, run? By, just by, <laughs> by the way, bro, anybody who gives advice like, but that's just me. And just like backs out, bro, like Pontius Pilate cleaning his hands. <laughs> But to be fair, I wasn't telling my friend hey, but that's just me. to go do that. I was just saying, like, hey, this could be something to do to scare people from the pain. Um, and she decided to take that advice. 
um, and she listens to the podcast and she's going to hear this. I'm sorry. Um, but her friend found out. So obviously, like, if you do do something That's to hurtful. offend someone, right. whether it's cheating or whether it's whatever with a friend and you don't tell them and they find out, it's, of course, going to be bad. My whole thing is prefaced on them never finding out. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Once that premise is gone, then you you are uh, you're you're in hot water. Oh, let me let me also say this. I think this is a a dynamic at play here. It's going to sound like an excuse. And and uh, this is not an excuse what I'm about to say. But when guys are aroused, let's say interested, excited, aroused, there's a lot of blood flow to a certain part, you know, of the body. And yes, that is a major distraction below. to guys. Exactly. The love. Ooh, yes. that's very well put. That could go on a from t-shirt Al- from outcast, you know? The oh, is below. it? So a lot of blood flow to the love below. And when that happens, I think, I think it's diverting blood to the brain. I think the brain shuts down and then it's all down there. So, and so, so, you know, a guy can be thinking with the love below until the love below isn't lovely anymore and then kind of like snaps to his senses and is like, what have I done? And uh, yeah. I don't know the experience for women. So when I heard you say like, when in the process of sex did she say, yeah, let's not do this? Because a guy, if that's I not rem- happening until the end. No, if I remember in the show, like, yeah, if a guy starts like, is is probably going on the way. <laughs> let's be honest. Um, but in the show, I think she said it was like 10 seconds or it was something short or I don't know what it was. But to your that, point, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. <laughs> uh, it was just ten seconds. <laughs> you rather her finish it and not even yes. stop? <laughs> I, I rather you finish. Um, to but to your point though, you know, there's a whole thing like, oh, it's not that men cheat more than women. It's just that women don't get caught. Mm-hmm. I actually don't agree with that. I yeah. genuinely think, to your point, because of the way men think and because of the love below, I think men cheat more. And they do get caught more. I think it's both. I don't think it's right. like it. women and men cheat equally. I think men just do it more because of the love below. Right. I mean, that seems to be a good statistical scientific answer. Like if the rate, yeah. like if a rate is higher, that population is doing something different than another population. So yeah, yeah they get caught because they're doing it. And you know, Cause they're, doing they're, it not, they're not thinking. They're thinking with the, with the love, with their loins, love of yeah. the loins. Right. I don't know, but but, but anyway, again, but hey, but hey, listeners, you know, <clears throat> I could be you know making assumptions or speaking out of bias. Maybe women have a love below that I'm presuming doesn't exist, but I'm a that's True. just based on my True. life experience. But but who knows? But but it sounds like she see that's how I know there's no love below for women because she goes ten. Se- it was only ten seconds. We didn't finish. A guy, you know, no way, no yeah, way. If it's ten seconds, it's because that's all he needed, <laughs> not because he was he was like. This is bad. He ain't got so, that much below. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a little below. I mean, all I'm saying is that one, people don't take my advice. I'm not saying do that and keep that information from that person. I'm just saying, huh, what if? All right. That's all I'm saying. If you can keep um, the secret, if it's not going to happen again and you can keep the secret, let me shut up, man. Everybody's different. See? You see? I would, I, I, I personally would tell, but I see what you're saying about not hurting the other person. Yeah. I would, like, I would I made, probably I'm, tell. Like, I'm you're just like, liar. hey, I'm. I messed up. I made a mistake. This won't happen again. And I don't want to put my significant other through that by telling them. I don't know. We can talk about this for hours. One quick tangent and then I'm done for the episode. And then I'm done. I, okay. I won't throw us off anymore. Tangents are the best part. I think people prefer the, the tangents. Maybe. I don't know. My mind is all over the place. But I promise people I will talk about this and I need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. So I went to a concert. This is where I was talking to that one friend. But we were at a concert last week. It was... um. At the Hollywood Bowl, it was the Her concert with Ooh, the LA Philharmonic. Oh, how was that? <sighs> so, Her was phenomenal. Like she's just amazing. Um, backed by the whole orchestra, it was it was beautiful. Um, when she played Focus and they had the harp going, it was amazing. I almost cracked. Um, the downside, though, I was we. I was with Emily and my friend Chelsea um, and Anna, who was the one who took my advice and it backfired um, and her and her boyfriend um, were all there. We were in separate sections, but the people behind me were the most loud and rambunctious people I've ever been next to at a concert. Like talk through the entire concert. Um, they were like, where's the, Hey, give me that Don, that, that Don Julio. 
Let me get that alcohol. Where oh, that lemon no. juice at? Oh, hey, no. you know, Tyrone, you know, he like big girls and old girls, but he don't like the young and skinny ones. He like the big, like literally talking like I know where these people live. It was like, where you live at? And it was like, you know, I'm over there on, on Central and 40 something. Yeah, like yeah. literally talked the entire time. And I would like look back at him to try to get them like, hey, you know, there's a concert going on. I can't hear. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a non-confrontational person. And obviously he's not going to say anything. Um, and honestly, we weren't able to enjoy the concert because the people who were behind us were just so loud. Because um, it was like a row of six. So one person right. at one end was screaming across five people trying to talk to their friend at the other end. Um, Let me now I'm going to say something else that I hope don't offend nobody. Go ahead. Um, I, I can already gauge what type yep. of folks because a Tyrone yep. was involved or they're linked yep. to Tyrone. Yep. And, um, and I, and, uh, I wish <laughs> their response. I wish you would. They're, I'm not, you know, I'm not even going down that. It's just, they linked I to Tyrone. Bad. Like the whole, everyone in the section was looking at them and they were just talking and talking. And I messaged some people on Instagram and I was like, yeah, I'm so hot right now. These people behind me are talking so much. Um, I was quoting them. Um, that's just how much I, I heard everything they said. And my friend who I sent it to, she was like, you're going to talk about this on the podcast. Right. And I was like, you damn right. I am. Cause I am so hot. I'm so living. You should be. I mean, you paid it to, bro. We went to, uh, I guess now we're putting people on blast. We went to see a movie, and I'm always interested to try a new theater. We went to Alhambra, bro, to the Edwards Theater. I'll never go back to an Edwards, by the way. So we went to Alhambra, and we're watching a movie, and we got talkers behind me. And and uh, and one of the person, like, is shuffling feet and kicks my seat. And the first one I said, all right, let me, let me just sit here. And then the second one was too close to the first one. And I'm at the point where, like, my my uh, – my give a care is yeah, starting to yeah, wane. Yeah. So I won't say anything, but I did do this. I wish y'all could see me. The second kick, I did this. <laughs> Just turn all the way back. <laughs> all the way around. So my chest faced, faced them. And I'm, you know, you're sitting in a movie theater chair. So I turn around yeah. and I can't see because my eyes are adjusting. But uh, I'm reaching the point where I'm that, you know, it's taking less. And, like, I don't care. I'm starting not to care. But, you know, in your situation, I think you played it right. I think you played it safe. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not a confrontational person. Um, we, we'll talk about this on another episode, but like, you know, when it comes to defending your woman's honor oh, and it God. could potentially lead to you getting your, your, your butt whooped. Bro, um, if I was in the Renaissance just, and somebody walked, or, or Shakespeare, and somebody walked up and took their glove off and slapped me in the face and was like, you know, beat me in the, <laughs> you know, meet me in the town square. I'd be like, well, I mean, can we talk about it? Yeah, I can't, exactly. I can't defend no honor. So, like, I, look, I I turned back to them a couple times when they were, like, flashing lights trying to find stuff or just being super loud. Oh. And they just looked at me and I just turned around. I quoted one part and I sent it to my friend. Um, one of the guys behind me was like, oh, she about to play my song. Damage. Woo. I'm damaged goods, y'all. I'm damaged goods, just so y'all know. And he said that out loud. So now I know this guy behind me is some damaged goods. So. Oh, did, bro, they were. Um, um, and one of their names is Johnny. He said Johnny be getting on stage. That's not a cousin. A cousin Johnny be getting on stage. I think he's the one who likes the big girls, the big older girls. I think that was Johnny. Um, now, but anyway. You know what? This does kind of point to an even <clears throat> larger conversation, not just about <clears throat> not just about manners, but it kind of points to like like this kind of cultural thing of like expression. I had a debate with somebody recently, and uh and this person said Oh, oh, bro, this is I posted on Twitter, Instagram. I said on your left from Marvel Comics is the biggest moment in cinematic history. Mm, when they come back left. from Infinity War, that's the biggest moment, period, because it's got so much backstory. It's emphatic. People literally cheered in the theater. So I said, this is the biggest moment in his, in cinematic history of our lifetime, at least. And somebody said, how are you measuring the impact of that? Like, how do you like what, what by what measures are you? And I said, well. People, the theaters erupted. It was like church. People are cheering and they're together. There's a community aspect. It's a huge. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then, um, and so this person said, "Oh, so cheering in the theater is, is you know, it means it's a good movie. What about um, Star Wars? They didn't cheer in Star Wars, and that's an epic movie." Um, or they said something like, "You know, why is cheering?" And I was like, "That's all. We've always talked in the movie theater. Black yeah. people always told you how good the movie was in the movie theater." 
Magic Johnson Theater was the spot to be in L.A., I'm telling you. So I had this whole conversation. I was like, we've always done that. So, you know, maybe that spills over into concerts or whatever, but, like, there are definitely different expressions. Like, if you go, like, even Black Church, bro, it's a different, you're talking. Amen. You're talking back. Call and response. Right. Like you're emoting. Call like and response. A, in the Catholic Talk to church, your neighbor. Yeah. In European church, you're sitting there, you know? Yeah. Just quiet. So I wonder, like, how much of this, you know, what's going on, like, there? You know, that's a good point. Um, I'm going to, it's not an answer, but I'm going to add on to that mm-hmm. with this last anecdote from the concert. We oh were getting God. on our shuttle. So we, we did this park and ride thing where you park in a parking lot and then take your shuttle to the Hollywood Bowl. And this guy got on the bus and I, I think he was drunk. And he yells really loudly, Barbara is the sexiest person on this bus. Mm-hmm. Finger in the booty. And then um, people turned and looked at him. And he was like, oh. and then somebody was like, oh, you're right, sit down. And the, some of the people he was with, like, shh. And he was like, I don't care about these people on the bus. It's Saturday. I'm going to church tomorrow. Only person that can judge me is God. I don't care about these people. And then he almost got into a fight with somebody um, on the bus. So... And so that was my concert experience. Um, oh no, I'm I'm so sorry it was tainted, man. Because yeah, hers seems absolutely spiritual, and it was tainted. Finger in the booty. That's that's yep. You know, some people yep. don't care when they're like when they get to drinking, like they really don't. Uh, there's like no inhibitions. There's no like it's they don't mind being stared at. That doesn't phase them. <clears throat> no, he literally didn't think- care about finger in the booty. I think he had a good night that night when he got home. I I hope so. I think Barbara was his wife, I think, or girlfriend. I don't know. Somebody. Who knows? Anyway. Hopefully whatever they did was, you know, consensual and enjoyable. Shout out to that man. Yeah. He's out the game for sure. Or maybe he's (laughs) in multiple games. I don't know. Which game you playing, man? You playing a lot lot of games. (laughs) That's the wrong game. You put fingers and booties. You some different type of games. Hey man, that's you playing the lottery over there. That's not the lottery. <laughs> you uh, <laughs> you playing Russian roulette over there, man. That's the wrong game. <laughs> hey man, you need to get out that game and into this uh, game. Oh my god! I'm so sorry that was ruined for you. That's all good, man. You know, hey man, it's all good. Some it's people, I don't. Life. I would. Yeah, I don't. I do hate. I. You know what? I never use the word hate, but you know, I hate it when people do that. Yeah. You know, like black people, anytime something bad happens, our first question is, was they black? You know, like when they, I remember, like, yeah. it was like a sniper shooter yeah. going around in, in D.C., I think, a mm-hmm. few years ago. The DC My first question yeah. was like, oh, they was like, they found a sniper. They found a shooter. And we're all like, yo, was he black? And I was like, nah, he was white. We're like, yes, I'm not a black person. <laughs> it was like, that's a real thing. Hey, one, of, like them, a one real, of them was black. And, and I, one of them was, was collective, black. And, uh, and then you're like, ah, damn it, damn it, you know. So and, and he was, um, he and I remember that letter being black as well. I remember. Yeah, I've had enough. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember. Well, you know, but people, people, if you take any anything away from this, you know, have a good time. But you know, try let's try to be considerate. I'm also going to give them benefit of the doubt. It's the probably their first thing since COVID, you know. You know, maybe the first time out, first time out in public right. in a while. You know, maybe that's true. Thank you for looking at that. You know, people, we don't know what people are going through, so I hope they enjoyed themselves. Though, well, I do think Tyrone. I think they should have had the decency to, you know, you don't need to be talking about your business. You can say pasta or whatever and be loud, but you know, if you're looking for them, they live on forty something in Central. <laughs> I do know that they said that out loud multiple times. So um, anyway, so. For the main topic of this episode, <laughs> we talked about it a little bit last week, um, but I mentioned Olivia Rodrigo and Usher mm-hmm. and how they have something in common. Mm-hmm. It's a great theory. So a little bit of backstory. I'm going to start with Usher. If you don't know, one of the greatest albums by Usher is Confessions. It's just from beginning to end. I think one of the best albums ever created. Yeah, I was going to um, say maybe ever. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's Usher. it's in the conversation yeah. for sure. It's in my conversation. I mean, it also kind of like broke the genre at the time. It really did. It was like one cohesive piece. Right. From beginning to end. Um, to from when he confessed to when he let it burn. You know? Right. Right. It was. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was like a documentary kind of. Yeah. If you, if you haven't listened to it, I don't know if you're not familiar with the album. First of all. You need to go listen to it as soon as you finish this episode. Exactly. Shame on you. But basically, Usher is confessing to having um, cheated on Chili, member of TLC. Um, 
And then more recently, you have Olivia Rodrigo, a little bit of backstory there. I know I don't know all of it. I know people are really well-versed in it. But if you know the song Driver's License, which is really big, which was really big um, and still really big, basically these two people who are on the High School Musical version of the High School Musical TV series um, were dating two of the main characters. One was 18 at the time. One was under 18. So their relationship was a secret. And, you know, he was teaching her how to drive and all this stuff. And then they uh, basically they break up um, and basically he he leaves her for this blonde haired older girl. Um, and it's a little sketch because the time in between uh, the relationship was um, was almost non-existent. Um, so there's a lot more there, but that's kind of the gist of it. So he was like, um, so and then had it was in a quick relationship after that. Like real quick, moved on real quick, um, which is why she has driver license. Like, I got my my driver's license last week, and we were supposed to go out driving and hanging out. Oh, that's quite poetic, are. actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, and she then wrote this whole album and blew up. Um, similar to Usher, like Usher well, was already big at that point. Let's let's not compare that. But right, um, she put all all the business on this album, and I was like, whoa, and. One thing I want to call out is that these two albums are actually very good because they give you a clear picture of the emotions that they were going through wow. with Usher cheating on Chili and uh, Olivia Rodrigo kind of being cheated on right. with this other guy slash broken up with. Um, and I think it's a type of masterpiece. That's, Just that's like a, the, the song slash poem you read to that one girl in high school after she broke up with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know what? What I'm thinking of, you just reminded me that experience of getting broken up with. I didn't even get broken up with. I just got, I just got left. I didn't even get, there was no, (laughs) I was just, you know, single all of a sudden, but that made me start writing songs, like making up melodies and lyrics to songs. So it's like, you know, if you, you, do you think you would still be doing art and being in the film business and podcast business and this whole world, if that didn't happen to you? I do that. That's, that's a, I've never been asked that. I wonder. I will say this. I will say this. I think one of my strengths as a creator is kind of like just the heart or tone that I infuse like into the stuff I make. Um, mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I do think that's a result of just like connecting with an emotion and then like kind of exploring it and then figuring out how that translates into like music or colors or tones or fonts or whatever. But I do think I can at least connect with emotion and create something from it. So in that way... I do think it prepared me for like the stuff I'm doing now. So, I, yeah. but, but if I hadn't have written, if it weren't, I would probably still be in media if it weren't for that. But that did teach me something. Very do you still, important. do you still remember some of that, that, that poem or song? Was it a song? Bro, bro, it's on Spotify. Have you heard the song? <laughs> I you haven't heard this so. song. I'm about to blow I your don't... mind. I'm about to blow you... Your mind. Are you about to play it right now, bro? I'm about to pull up Spotify and pull it. And what age did you write this? This was how old? Are you, how old are you when you're in, uh, in in a freshman or sophomore? Fourteen or fifteen? Fourteen, yeah. You know it's crazy. My bro, my little brothers are, uh, thirteen and fifteen, so they're the age I was. You know, were you heartbroken? Right. Oh my gosh. Oh my. Are let you about me, to play this, bro? Let me find this song because uh, here it is, right here. Oh my God! I haven't played this album for you. It's an album, bro. It's a whole, bro. I'm about. I to, thought it was just a song. This is okay. So no, it. So all right. Thank you. I got broken up with. I got left. Let's say, and I wrote this song, and uh, and that's just the first song I wrote. So um, did I tell you about the talent show where me and Larry performed this song in front of the whole school? No, I didn't tell you about this. Oh my no. God! So, so. Uh, you you know I grew up in church playing organ and all that stuff. Of, of course, I my, know that, my yeah. good brother Larry also grew up in church singing. So it'd be me, yep. Larry, and Sydney, you know, and it, doing high school plays and stuff like that. So I wrote this song, and me and Larry performed this in front of an auditorium. People, it's the cringiest thing I can. Was remember. the girl in the audience? I think so, but it, it, and it, and it get it gets worse, bro. Savage. We we did a skit. So I'm on a date with. Uh, with a girl and we're sitting at a cloth uh, at a table that's had a tablecloth and she's sitting there and I must discover she's cheating or something. So I ripped the tablecloth off the table and actually it's a keyboard 
So I start playing the song, and then Larry comes out and starts singing the song. And there's like adults oh, and people yes. in the audience, probably people who have cheated like in the audience, watching these kids <laughs> talking about getting cheated on a date. And then we start singing this stupid song. So after that performance, me and Larry kind of were like a, like a band, and we did a whole album of songs. And several of the songs are about cheating, bro. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is amazing. Here, I see, we got the rights to this. I don't have to hide this. So this is the song. This is the this is what made the album, and the song is called "Creeping." All right. Mm. So I do remember. I think you maybe gave me a couple of phrases, but I don't think I've ever heard the song. I'll give you a phrase before it starts. So the verses or the choruses: "You think you're slick, but you're not smooth. Sneaking around mm. with another dude. I found mm. his number. Your sneaky conversation. That's why I caught you before you erased your text messages. You gave yourself away." Gave me all the clues. Stop playing yourself because you're playing yourself for a fool. And then the chorus is, that was the verse. The chorus is, you can't fool me. Why are you doing this to me? Creep, creep. <laughs> so just so you know, now here it is. Tell me if you can hear this. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. You think you're slick, can you hear it? But you ain't smooth. Sneaking around with another dude. I found his number. Your sneaky conversations. That's why I caught you before you erased your text messages. You gave yourself away. Showed me all the clues. Stop playing games, cause sooner or later someone will lose. And then you'll realize that someone is you. Girl, it's not cool. You really playing yourself for a fool. You can't fool me. Why you doing this to me? Wrote that in high school, bro. That's the song that I started. Wow. You are talented, my friend. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank you. Hey, but I will I have, say that the, those chords, like they're, they're <laughs> dissonant chords, like there's notes right next to each other. They're really weird, minor, kind of tritony weird chords. And like, I think connecting that weirdness to the weirdness I felt after that kind of like inspired me, like, you know, want to make stuff that makes people feel. I have two questions for you. Mm-hmm. I'm about to text you this. One, did you win the talent show? I think so. You better have. And two, can I be there for? Uh, can I be there the first time you play this for your daughter? <laughs> You're like, can I be there in like the space, physical space with you, the first time she hears that song? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I want to. I want to be there for that. I think I'll wait till she's fourteen. When she when when she comes home with her first problem, I'll be like, "Come on in, baby. Oh. I want to play a song for you." And I'll bring Nora too, so she can learn. <laughs> Oh my goodness! This is about to be. I can't wait. I can't wait for these. First of all, I hope they're not dating until they're like twenty-five. But exactly, if it happens before, I can't wait for this moment. Can we do all our like major pivotal dad stuff like together? Hold that oh, thought. Yes. Hold yes. that thought. We need to go golfing. Um, I also hope they're not they're not dating till later. Bro, I had this thought the other day. I was like, we're gonna have to like scare some people. Like we need to as soon as the dating stuff or like the potential to break hearts. Like we got to like, you know, kind of sure. like a uh, Martin Lawrence and, and, and Will Smith from, uh, from uh, bad boys. We're both over six foot tall. So I think that's going to help. Good point. Over six foot tall, black guys. So, right. you know, I'm ready. We're ready. Yeah. Okay. I can't let this episode go by cause we're going to wrap up soon. I can't let this episode go by without playing a little bit of confessions. Oh, yes. The most classic, like talk part of a song or prelude. Oh, we totally got off track. No, yeah, so Confessions is like the bro, the that interlude has gotta be like one of the most famous intros to like an album. Yeah. It's so good. I mean everybody was out there like quoting it like let, let me call you back. Oh no, let you me don't call you back. Don't play man, so don't play good. like that. Here you don't play like put that on everything. Oh <laughs> god. You, you gotta you play a little bit. All right, here that. it is right here. This is the opening. This is Usher Confessions part two. He's writing. Oh, yeah. Hello? Yo, I'm in the booth. I'm going to call you right back. Nah, I just got to put this one part down. I'm going to call you that. I'm at the studio, man. Man, quit playing with me, man. Quit playing with me. <laughs> I'm at the studio, man. I'm at the studio, man. <laughs> you know, your voice go high. You, man. I'm at the studio. Like, I want to know, like, who was that homeboy who hit him up? <laughs> like, who 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 hit him up? Wait, like, so bro, was, it not, was it not her? No. I... 
I'm assuming he found out from someone else, right? Because he's like, yeah, I'm oh, in the studio, man. Is, quit, quit playing. So uh, is that a friend might, he told him? This might be a mystery. Here, let's finish oh, it. Oh, no. We need to analyze this. No, for real. Don't play like that. Are you, are you serious? Are you, yeah. Yeah. How you know? Put that on Put everything. Put that on everything. He's going like this. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Damn. Damn. I'm going to call you back. I'm going to call you back. I'm going to call you back. Yeah. Oh, man. That's that. Every that, time I was in oh. LA, it's so good, bro. That album is so good. Can we talk about the music yeah, of that opening though? Dun, right? dun, dun, dun. Every time I was in LA. Who would I? Who I never knew that Usher, Olivia Rodrigo, and Jeannie would all have something in common. <laughs> oh, I didn't know those three people would have made the same album. <laughs> Masterpieces due to relationships. And heartbreak. It's amazing. Hey, man. Oh, it's amazing. It, it comes from a truthful place. I heard a comedian recently talk about, uh, as a matter of fact, it was the Wayans family, who are just inherently funny because they're, they're recounting stories from poverty. It, it all comes from the humility of poverty. So, mm-hmm. like, they're so funny because they were so poor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the Wayans told a story. He said, you know, one of them got in trouble for stealing 15 cents from their dad's pocket. And the dad was... <laughs> Like in their grill, you know, just pissed. And he was like, you really mad over 15 cents? Like you're a man saying that to me right now. You that mad over, you beat me over 15 cents? But it comes from pain. So, you know, I guess, um, oh, yeah. but you know what else you said? I think last week though, like the, like the marketing aspect of it, you know, like sharing, like spilling the tea basically was a big part yeah. of like why, you know, so many people, people, got the album, I feel like. people want to hear about other people's trauma. Ooh, like people want to hear. About mm-hmm. Usher cheating on Chili. People want to hear about Olivia Rodrigo's heart being broken by this this other guy. Um, our listeners want to hear the song that you created <laughs> after this girl basically just up and left you without even like the decency of talking to you or telling you. For her, friend people want that. Me. Yeah, it was her friend, right? Yeah, she. I called her, and the friend picked up. She's like, "Yeah, she don't want to. <laughs> she don't want to, you know, do that anymore." So. I remember I like, that. Oh like, gosh, that's funny. All right, have oh, a great man. evening. People <laughs> want that. Do you think? Uh, now, do you think it's because? Why do you think that is? I mean, I think it's maybe the same reason why shows like Keeping Up with the Kardashians and mm-hmm. The Housewives of Beverly Hills or whatever are so famous. People care about other people's problems and successes and are invested in other people who maybe they've never met. Right. But just want to be in the know. Like, you know, like, think about the cultural shift when Confessions, the album came out, and we all were, like, listening to it. We were all talking about it, and we were all, whether you're relating to it or, like, diving into it or seeking to understand what happened. I don't, I don't know. And if you didn't listen to it when it came out, like, then you were just out of the know. I, right, I don't know. I right. mean, oh, well, I remember I where know. I was when I, bro, I was in, right? my, my, daddy took a, my dad took me on this missions trip to Africa. And we had flown to France and I was sitting in the airport in France and I picked the album up off this rack in the airport in France. And, um, and at the, I, and I still knew people were into the album when I was holding it. I was, I'm, you know, away from the country and it was dope in France. So like everybody was, you know, everybody was into it. It wasn't just over here in the States. Wow. Um, do you have a little bit of that Olivia Rodrigo also? Oh yeah. Right here, right here. So this is queued up to the chorus, I think. That line right there is like it took you two uh it took you two weeks to go off and date this other girl. Yeah. So I guess yeah, you didn't cheat, but like, bro, you still a traitor. Like that's and I when I heard that on the radio, I was like, oh damn. Yeah. She straight up called him out. Yeah, that's hauntingly poetic. Right? Now I wonder like what's like I, I I'm so petty that I feel I would stick a name in there. You know, like you know like you know, Taylor Swift's basically <laughs> always talking shit. Like, you can tell who she's talking about. I feel Taylor like Swift not. always talk about her exes. It's like, I know who you're talking about. Like, I would be that petty, I think. But then it's got me thinking, bro, like, <clears throat> is is pettiness, 
even new? Like, wasn't there like petty songs? Like, there's a song from the seventies when it's like, yeah, let me, bro. There's a song I can't think of right now that opens up with, yeah, put her on the phone. Yeah, let me talk to her. Yeah, that's yeah. my man, and you need to stop. Like yeah. those are the those are the those are the hits. <laughs> the ones that I, start out I with agree. the conflict. Even like with the driver's license song, she calls out like, "Oh, like you know, you left me for some blonde chick," and like even just dropping that line, everyone's like, "Who's this blonde chick?" And then it comes out to be like, "Oh, it's Sabrina Carpenter, this girl from." Is that uh, true? You know, you're not. Yes, it's true. You know, I love my Disney. I'm um, Sabrina Tim, Carpenter. How do you she know, was on. Tim? How there's a whole like. <laughs> I feel you like there's a, there's like a whole sub folklore of this podcast that knows that you're in it. Like it's a sub, it's like always a B story. Like it's, <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> he was in, um, a spinoff of boy Meets world, which is a uh, girl Meets world. Uh, what Meets world with, uh, is going on right um, now? One of my favorite shows growing up with Mr. Feeney, who's my favorite uh, fictional teacher and educator. Uh, but that's a whole different story. Corey, Sean, Topanga, um, Eric, all of them. Yeah, anyway. uh, Tim got a, a tattoo of Mr. Feeney <laughs> on his ribs. I'm dumb, bro. I <laughs> learned so. Life. I so. I learned so much about you on the <laughs> podcast. I swear. Um, but yeah, so she's also another Disney person. Um, but um, that he is now with. I don't know if they're with each other, but yeah. Um, anyway, and now she's like hella famous because she dropped this album calling this dude a traitor and hey, calling out it. everything. So I, I endorse it. Full support. If you're taking anything away from this, if someone does you wrong, make money off of it. And if you do someone wrong, like Usher did, make money off of it. That's clearly, I think, the takeaway. That's clearly the lesson here is to make sure you're taken care of. Right. But if you can not cheat on people, that'd be nice. Yeah. Try not to cheat. If you do, you know, if you do... I'm just gonna, yeah. I would tell if you if you do it, just tell or make a song about it. That way you can say, you know, I was in the yeah, song. Right. I told you, and and don't talk at concerts when the music is playing. Just just enjoy the concert, please. Enjoy the enjoy the movie. Enjoy the concert. Just you know, talking to you, Johnny, who likes the big uh, the big girls, the big older girls. I'm still so mad about that. I'm done. All right, I'm done. Hey, y'all help okay. us track down Johnny. If you know Johnny who's down there at 44th and whatever, who's in Central in Central. He was at the Hurt concert on Saturday. I'm starting a song about you, Johnny. Quit talking at the concert. You gonna make me turn to a monster? Yeah. Just drank a monster. Yeah. I like it. We about to go work on this right now. (laughs) Our album's coming soon. Out the game. The album coming soon. (laughs) Out the game. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. Hey, brother. Good luck with the baby. I am. I got my bottles ready for the nighttime feeding. I'm ready. You're already killing it, bro. Keep your phone on. I might call you. (laughs) All right. See y'all later. (laughs) Peace, bro.